Hi, I'm Dave Barnes. And I'm John McLaughlin. And welcome to Dadville. Dadville is a podcast where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of awesome dadding. It's funny thoughts and deep talks. So please, enjoy your time here in Dadville and enjoy this episode with... Annie and Dave Barnes. (laughs) Man... Dave, I want to give a shout-out. And when I give a shout-out, I always laugh because it just brings me so much joy to give a shout-out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with free samples. You know it, John. This time of year, my allergies are in fuego. They're Mm -hmm. always on the attack, but I use this, and you should too. Oh, I do, Dave, every day in our house. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, which is, this is me raising my hand, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill to relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. John, I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for a long time, and it's been an absolute life changer. I can go for a run without my eyes watering. I may be crying, but it's not sure, from allergies. Totally different. And I can sing without feeling like I have a f- like a big old, let's not even call it a frog. It's, a, it's like a toad. It's like a family of toads. It's a family. It's a turtle. Yeah. In my so you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? Yeah, me. I it's am. time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I don't know if the listener can feel the exhilaration in my voice right now. Mm. The the little bit of nerves. Mm. The thrill. The, the chase. The chase. Mm-hmm. The, the the finish, because I feel like I've been chasing, now I've finished. And what I'm referring to right now, listener, is I'm sitting in <laughs> the chair. I'm swiveling right now, swiveling with ease. I feel like Dave Barnes, because this is the chair mm. that Dave sits in every single yeah, interview. Do you feel powered imbued into your body? I feel powered by the fact that I know you feel powerless. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel a small surge of Sour Patch Kids running through your veins? <laughs> I do, and I I love it. And I don't even like Sour Patch Kids. It did throw me off for like half a second when I walked in. I was like, oh, yeah, John. right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I never I sit in this chair. I bequeathed the um the power chair. The, I uh, mean, I literally am like a foot taller than you right now. Yeah, both of you. Yeah, I'm sunk. I didn't realize that that would be maybe weird for people. Is it weird? For you, me sitting in that chair. Yeah, I mean, I get complaints from guests constantly. <laughs> uh, have we not talked? About I don't know this? if anything. Yeah, that's like a very psychological. It is. It works for, for me. The um, <laughs> it, what if you just had like a side chat? Like I got on your phone, you know, like, hey, would you see what something on your phone? I pick it up, and there's just nothing but you and every guest that's ever it's been on the Tony show. Just Tony Hale, just saying again. I'm again. still not Jeez. over it, and ours was over Zoom. I have had so much success, and yet Dave. Has psychologically gotten into. I can't shake the feeling. You know, last thing about this chair, I think I've said this maybe before on the podcast. I can't remember, but Dave does this thing where he sits. Let me see if I can do it. Yeah, he like the very edge. He sits at the very edge 
and you put your feet up like this. Uh-huh. And actually, it's good for me to be sitting in this chair right now because <laughs> it, I, it actually feels secure. Yeah. But when I'm always sitting where Annie is sitting, right? Oh, do you worry about me? Every time. No way. I didn't know that. I'm like, in the middle of the interview, um, it's happened a hundred times now. I just, I always <laughs> just notice think. it and I'm like, he this looks like he's going to slip it. right off this that chair. It. He's about to go. <laughs> oh, I love that. I, I didn't know that. It yep. makes me laugh. All right, everybody. Welcome to Dadville. Dadville Couples. Not only is this the Dadville, a Dadville Couples episode, but this is the height of the crescendo oh, yeah, that's right. of the month. Bringing it to a big end. Of Dadville episodes. Or couples episodes. Now, we may do more as Let's we go. This. Don't, don't, but yeah. don't pin us in. Don't sure. end it. What we have... Have you listened to any of them, babe? Mm-hmm. You have, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. What'd you listen to? Um, I listened to Andrew and... Oh, yeah. Um... Sean, Sean, Sean Johnson. Uh-huh. I listened. That was to a great one. You listened to more than one. Some of Drew and Ellie. Oh yeah, look at you. That makes me feel good. Was that your first Dadville episode that you ever listened to? <laughs> no. I would. Lo- I'm not. I'm not going to no, put John. you on the spot. I'm not going to put you on the spot. But I would actually really love to know how many. Does Amy listen to it? She does. Oh god. See, she listens a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you don't really. Annie's not a podcast girl. That's what I tell myself. That's what you Look, say. she's dead quiet right now. Yeah. I, I mean, really liked Kurt Thompson. Yeah, his. Oh my work. gosh. And I, I feel like I, I was at a guy. good clip early on. Like yeah. I listened to Al. I listened to like like Steven, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. a lot yeah. of the people early on, and then I yeah. kind of just. I just got and you're like, I get it. All you would have to say to me. You just and, do so many podcasts. Well, all you would have to say to me is, Dave, I hear enough of you, and that's the like. Why would you totally do that? understand? Like as a spouse, like you're just <laughs> you already get so much. We should have Jason edit one where you're Dave, you're you're cut out for <laughs> Annie, the Amy, yeah. and the then Amy I'm version. cut out for Amy. <laughs> oh, it's like the Taylor versions. <laughs> it's just <laughs> the Amy and Annie version. That's All right, funny. guys, we got to get going here because we got a lot to get to, and what mm. we're going to start with is the meat cute. Oh. Mm. From the beginning, I want every detail. Let's hear it. The Take year it is what? 1978. I was born to a couple uh, that had been married a couple of years. And no, um, we met. Oh, boy. We originally laid eyes on each other. 2002, maybe? I think it's one. One, 2001. Yeah, one. Mm-hmm. We had. Um, In the Hemingway. Ole Miss, Ole Miss football was stadium. playing Middle Tennessee oh. State University, both alma maters, respectively. Yep, yep. I had gone to see – my sister had called me and said, hey, I'm going to go – because we grew up in Mississippi, as um, as I've talked about numerous times, and um, as did Annie. And so we had moved to Knoxville, and um, I was finishing MTSU at the time. So I had been mm-hmm. out of Mississippi for a hot minute. Um, Annie was just beginning her reign <laughs> at Ole Miss. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, Beth, my sister. So, so you're you're a senior at MTSU. I'd actually, no, I think I graduated. He was, you graduated. No, 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 you hadn't graduated. I was a senior. However, you were not a senior. I was a okay. <laughs> That's were, judgy. Uh, Do you hear that? Just because she's a doctor of pharmacy, this is you're going to hear a lot of the shame. On the he podcast, was a fifth year. He was. I was what we call the victory lap. Just one yeah. last time to hey, wave. Amy did it. Say goodbye. If to Amy people. hadn't done it. I wouldn't hey, have Amy. See, thank you. <laughs> same um, with you. Same with me. Yeah. Um, and so we should celebrate it. Beth, mm-hmm. Beth had called and just said, "Hey, I'm going to visit some friends from. Um, she had worked at Camp DeSoto, which is a uh, camp in 
um, oh, all girls camp in Alabama. Some of her friends, um, not just from growing up, but also from the camp, were at Ole Miss. And she said, "I, do you, you know, I'm driving from Knoxville to Oxford to see them. Do you want to come along?" And I was like, "Sounds great." So we um, that weekend went to randomly. It was homecoming for Ole Miss, and so they were hosting MTSU, the powerhouse, the Blue Raiders. And uh, if you're being, is that like a a rivalry? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! No no! Okay, that would be like if me and MTSU Taylor Swift would love for it to a be rivalry. a rivalry. <laughs> um, it's Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Is that the big rivalry? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. Um, and so anyway, so we meet there, but it was very like that. You know, I think we hung a couple times that weekend because of big, uh, like our friends, big crowds were hanging, and we were there, but there wasn't any. And that's just random. You don't have totally mutual random. friends. Yeah, totally random. Okay. Um, and well, then, we did have mutual yeah, friends, we had a, which is we why had we ended few, up in yeah, the same yeah. area of the stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Because we, Beth was visiting friends that were my friends at Ole Miss. Yeah. So we so ended we kind up of standing in the stands near and, each other. Yeah, yeah. And uh, at the time, you're obviously dating a, Eli <laughs> pretty heavily. <laughs> had you been on dates with him yet? Like, well before that, yeah. Before that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why I was drawn to you. Let's move on. I So anyway, meet there, no sparks. Fast forward to... Like a month later, we go to visit my the Barnes family corporate goes to visit um, our family in Mississippi. We're in Jackson, Mississippi for the weekend for Thanksgiving, uh, and there's just kind of not much to do. And I said, "Hey, you remember that really? There's a really cool girl I met that I know lives in Jackson, and I don't even know why I had your number, but I just was like, maybe they're hanging out because her sister Laura, who's uh, mm-hmm. this, is she or she and Brad the same age?" She's a year behind Brad. You're younger than Brad. So my youngest Brad is brother. your brother. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I just said, hey, you want to see if they want to hang? I mean, it was no, just literally, like, they. she was just really cool. Let's but you had Annie's number. Yeah. No, uh, I think you got it from, like. Oh, maybe that's true. I yeah. don't know. Okay. Internet. And, um, and so um, the internet was so small then. It was, so small It was so basically safe. just numbers. It was <laughs> It was kind of numbers. like the, the yellow pages. <laughs> Uh, it kind of was, honestly. So um, we hang, the four of us, me and Brad and Laura and Annie, and just had really fun. I mean, we went to Barnes and Noble. It was just like killing time hanging out. I think maybe we went over to the Egg Bowl and watched some of it with uh, with Brian and some of your friends, um, Sorgan Fry and that crew. What is the Egg Bowl? I can't remember it's that. It's when really. Ole Miss and Mississippi State play each other. Football. Oh. Every, oh, okay. every Thanksgiving break. Anyway, so again, nothing happens there. Well, then... Oh, buckle up, John, because this is here's here's where the real party starts. Wait, can I pause you real quick? Like, is this a mutually agreed upon? Nothing. Dave's like nothing. No sparks yet. Yeah, I you actually agree? don't. Her even sparks may that. have continued to not happen past our wedding day. Just <laughs> FYI. Um, but we, um, so we kind of keep in touch, sort of, but not really. Um, she comes to. This is gosh, babe. Two years later. A couple yeah. years later. She, oh, wow. Yeah, she comes. So no real interaction between them. Yeah. She comes to um, Nashville for a Vandy Ole Miss game. A lot of Ole Miss football yeah. interconnecting yeah. this Love year. That. If it weren't for Ole Miss. I know. Jeez. I know. Uh, we so have our song title. We have our country place. song title. If, um, it, if it ain't for Ole Miss, <coughs> it, it ain't weren't going to happen. Um, I'd be missing you. Um, Ole Miss and you. It's all there. You just got to work it's it out. So- um, she comes to Nashville with some friends. This is a true story. This is my this is my version of the story. I'm in West End Community Church, which was meeting at um, what's the name Bass of Bass Middle Bass School. Bass Middle School, and 
you know, living my life being me, you know, I'm just being me. Yeah. And I walk into the foyer after the service and the way that I've remember this is the sunlight had come in through a window and it was settling itself on this stunning young woman. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing her profile and going, oh, my gosh, who is that girl? And because I'm I'm young, John. Sure. I am out. So this is 2003-ish? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. Okay. So, um, I, and the sun was oof, 2003 sun in, in Nashville oh my specifically. Gosh. Gorgeous. Like some of the most Forget about it. direct, illuminating sun. Uh-huh. And so I see her and I literally, I remember thinking like, I don't know who that is. I've never mm-hmm. seen her at church for. And she turns in like a true sitcom moment. She turns and sees me in like so, slow motion. is like, and I was like, oh my gosh, that is Annie McGee. Mm-hmm. And she has all grown up. And so I walk over. and just, But at that time, would you have said, oh my gosh, that's Ann McGee? Uh, yes, I would have said that. That's before she had converted. You, you went by Ann. Yeah, mm-hmm. she hadn't been converted yet. You didn't have your doctorate yet. The IE doctorate. So anyway, I go over and just, I mean, if anybody knew me then, and Annie has total freedom to make fun of me, I was just a, I was just like a little golden retreater, retriever puppy and retreater. I like actually. to think of it as your like juggling face. Like you were just ding, dee, 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 Yeah, that's dee, a, dee, yeah. that is such yeah, a great way. Constant, you may remember some constant. of that, John, from knowing me back then. But yeah. just, it was a lot of energy. It was a mm-hmm. lot of, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, I remember it. We vive. hung out yesterday. I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't flagged much. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I do what I did then. And I'm just like, try, you know, Annie says it well. I was just kind of like, hey, oh my God, how are you? What are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm great. You know, it's good to see you. But I am like smitten full like, on oh yeah. i'm it is like so true story i get in the car with jake owsley our all of our mutual friends uh-huh. who was in my wedding and vice versa and i told jake this is a true story i said i'm gonna marry that girl that's it she's the one and he was like you are crazy so anyway i convinced her very begrudgingly to go meet us for lunch that day because i was like the more time i can get with this girl the better mm-hmm. well she cut very much i'm sure I, you know we'll we'll where are y'all eating okay we'll meet y'all there and so i'm like in the car, Micah, all the guys were going over and was like, hey, look. she just doesn't really, she just pays zero attention to me the whole time I'm trying, I'm doing my whole, like, whoa, you know, what's that over here? And then looking, I play some song, you just listen to my music. You know, I'm doing everything I can. Wildly uninterested. She goes back to Oxford, I get her number, I call her once. And true story, the whole time we're on the phone, she's having another conversation with a sorority sister in the room while I'm on the phone. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you know, and I'm such a, I'm so driven that I don't care, and I'm still trying to. So what do you just? Oh, I don't know. I don't like that shirt. No, if y'all, where are y'all going to the library? Okay, you, those. And I'm like, you're just sitting there on your trio. <laughs> oh, like hey, face this, burning. The battery on this trio. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go for hours. I can. Feel I its will energy. outlast you. You do not know. What do you remember this phone call? Um, vaguely, but not really. Not really. Yeah. So you can't recall if this was like a calculated move on your. Well, end. I do remember getting. The next phone call, I didn't answer, and he left me a voicemail, and it was just that sort of energy, and like over, I was just like, whoa, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, what you doing? <laughs> like doing some impression. Yeah. I don't know if you're gonna call little phone. Um, and uh, and so anyway, we we um, I, I'm like, okay, yeah, she's that's just oh, well. that's not happening, you know, knowing like, well, shoot, this I really yeah. I really felt like this is. A thing. So then Wirtz and Elliot Morris and Griffin House and I did a tour called the Sunday Tour. 
Uh-huh. And this is six months later. And um, I'm in I'm in North Carolina. The only tour I've ever done by myself, still to this day, was February of whatever that would have been, 2004. I was in my car alone driving through North Carolina for like a week doing shows. And I'd never forget this. It snowed, so it, travel was so slow on these interstates. And so I was is just... Is this the, uh, the Roadmaster? Roadmaster, yeah. Yes. Yeah, General Woodensides. And um, and so I'm literally going through my phone just calling people because I'm like so lonely and mm-hmm. you know bored driving and I'm in traffic. And so I remember Annie's name is in my phone. And I remember thinking, okay, caller, you can't be on the phone for more than five minutes and then hang up. Because you're just going to talk until, you know, we know how the last call went. And plus, I was doing the show with the Someday Tour, and that was kind of what I was doing, was calling and say, hey, why don't you come out to the show? We're going to be in Memphis, you're in Oxford, bring some rents, it'll be fun. So I call her, and I'm like, I'm literally looking at my watch, like, okay, well, good, well, how you doing? Oh, it's good to hear, okay, and she's like, hey, how are you? You know, very congenial. I said, well, hey, listen, purpose of the call is like, I have this show, I'd love for y'all to come. And then it, I hang up, and I'm super proud of myself. I tell mm-hmm. Brad Barnes. And Brad is like, oh, man, you invited Ann McGee. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, if I see her, I'm going to ask her out. And he's like, all right, that's like our pinky swear. You know, like, you're going to do it. So that day comes up a couple months later. We pull into Memphis. I actually forget. This is a true story. And so I call her last minute. And I'm like, hey, shoot, it's tonight. I don't know if y'all can still come. But, like, it'd be great if y'all come. And so she – How far is – Jackson, or are you in Oxford? Mm-hmm. How far is Oxford from Memphis? It's like 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. We have to we're, pause. I'm sorry. We're, wa- <laughs> we're watching Lolly. <laughs> oh, gosh. She's digging for treasure. <laughs> Watch this, this cord, Dave. This is, uh, this is the, I, th- I believe the first time that Dave has ever stopped an interview. Sorry. And our dog is No, it's a right on brand because <laughs> da- if anything happens to this yard of Dave's. Yeah, it's just because of She's yard. just going to start again, so I'm going to do that again. Their sweet, adorable dog Lolly was just digging for treasure. And she's okay. going to do it again. Where were we? You oh. called right before the show again. Yeah. Yeah, you had forgotten that it was happening, and then you're like, oh, it's tonight. Can you guys still come? You're an hour away. Mm-hmm. Had you forgotten? Yeah, I think so. But also, just for, like, memory's sake, I think, for me, that show was more of, like, Dave was the second the grass gets involved. John, Dave, I want to talk about this. I'll talk with you. I want to talk about this. Depending on what you want to talk about, about I will talk to you. Does the oh I really like how you got yeah, out of that. That's thank you. good. Does the craziness of everyday life have you stressed? Yes. And shedding? Yes. Okay. Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? More than I would like to see, Dave. Yeah. Yes. Okay, you can't answer this one, but I'm gonna ask it. Has menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline? I this is everybody wanna say this. yes. <laughs> I still wanna say yes. <laughs> I wanna say yes to all those. And listen, I know when it comes to thinning hair. There are many root causes. Oh, well, there we go. At play. And Dave, yeah. Nutrafol addresses all of them mm, okay. through the multi-targeted whole body approach. John, if there was only some type of online quiz I could take to get a personalized hair health plan. David that's Barnes, what I want. today is your lucky day because no. guess what? There what? is such an online quiz. Oh, my With Nutrafol's hair wellness quiz, you can get your personalized hair health plan today. Oh, wow. Then it's settled. It's this easy, John. I'm going to take my hair wellness quiz right now. All right. Well, we're 
Okay. They're kind of in the middle. Okay. All right. You're going to do it right now. Definitely not All right. You know what? That's great because Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I'm done. I just took Nutrafol's three minute quiz. I'm super That's fast. Perfect so timing. Me, yeah, it was really quick for me yeah. to determine which underlying root causes, pun intended, are keeping me from reaching my full hair potential. I'd already made that joke. So okay. it's, well, it's kind of bad taste to do it again. <laughs> By analyzing your lifestyle, biology, hair history, as well as environmental triggers, Nutrafol creates a hair health plan that is tailored to your hair's needs. Start your hair growth journey today by taking Nutrafol's hair wellness quiz and get your personalized hair health plan today. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping at Nutrafol.com slash quiz when you enter the promo code DADVILLE. Take the quiz and get started on reaching your hair wellness goals with Nutrafol today. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash quiz. Promo code DADVILLE. That's Nutrafol.com slash quiz. Promo code DADVILLE. <laughs> Gosh, John, I forget how good you are at karate. That's incredible. I know, man. I mean, it's all about the right belt. It is. Timing or your leather belt. Exactly. I I feel like maybe, is that not, that's what you meant. Not really, but speaking of, Dave, I'm just going to try to transition to save you. (laughs) Finally, Dave. Yeah. Warm spring days are arriving. Oh, Am I right? Gosh. Isn't it great? You know what? I need a new pair of shades that I don't have to baby. Do you know what I'm saying, John? I don't want to take care of them. Let me put them on, take them off, and not have to worry Look, about it. Hey, Dave, I know exactly Sorry. Sorry, what I didn't you mean. mean. Knock around is the solution. They've been making high quality shades that don't break the bank okay. since 2005. Oh, wow. And they've actually been my personal go to's for years. Oh, yeah. I love Knockaround, John. They have over 20 different frame styles. So there's something for everyone, including tons of kids' pairs. That's right. So whether you're looking to rep your favorite sports teams, mm-hmm. you know, like you're a sports guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> spend some relaxation time in the yard, yep. or cruise down Broadway with the windows down, oh. like Dave does uh-huh. all the time. All the time. Every Tuesday and Thursday mm-hmm. and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Knock around. That's what you need. Yeah, yeah. All of their lenses have UV 400 protection, which is basically like sunscreen for your eyes, which, by the way, I've tried that and it hurts. <laughs> Use the sunglasses, everybody. With polarized adult pairs starting at 28 bucks. you can get a few pairs to leave in your car, toss in your beach bag, or lend to a friend in need. Dave, that is such a good price I that I might buy a pair just to intentionally lose them. I don't love that logic, John, but I know, you do but have a history of misplacement. It's not around Don't fight me because like of the karate stuff. But it could so. be perfect for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, Dadville fans, don't squint through family beach days yeah. or trips to the park. Check out knockaround.com and use the promo code DADVILLE15 for 15% off your order. That's DADVILLE15 for 15% off your order at knockaround.com. I wish this were video so we could turn the camera <laughs> so everyone could see Dave Look. trying to harangue the dog. Oh, no. Uh, that's not going to work. <laughs> Dave, why don't you just stand there so you can keep going? I didn't want her to potty inside. Well, then go put her inside. Well, she won't let me get her. <sighs> Dogs. You mean, she'll listen to me. <laughs> I feel like you're not going to be able to. Oh, I'm here. I'm back. Are you back? Yeah, the basketball has saved me because it's, oh. she's just going to keep digging in the <laughs> same hole. <laughs> she's like, now what do I do? 
<laughs> that my one spot to dig has been blocked. I feel like I need to just put her up. Cause yeah, otherwise just it's when she brought her out, I was like, she's either going to dig in the yard or she's going to scratch the door mm-hmm. into oblivion. She has so much energy. Well, she, it's so funny because she really is an a- a- extrovert. Like the barns were pretty much collectively extroverted. So yeah. the energy fits. Yeah, It's just. I'm talking about Lolly. Oh no! Yes, yeah, she is extrovert. She's a yeah. she's a sweet dog. <laughs> so dumb. Set him up and knock him down. So dumb. How do you feel like it's going so far? I'm super attracted to her. I don't know if yeah. it's mutual. You though. need to get a group because <laughs> once we're done with the interview, you guys okay. can do whatever you want to do. But how do you think it's going? I ha- I can't remember a single thing that's happened so far. Have we started? <clears throat> we started the podcast like years ago. Oh. That's the thing. I can't, oh, go, can't go back. <laughs> oh. So this isn't the first episode. No. I mean, in a way, it kind of is. <laughs> and here she is. The last. <clears throat> there we go. Proud of you, babe. The breeze is nice, though. It is it nice. Is. Just agree on that. Watch this. So we do the sh- Well, we're pulling in. Call Annie. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I got to sort of, it's kind of late notice. Let me see if I can get some friends and maybe we'll be there. Cut to the show. We're doing the show. There's negative five people there in mm-hmm. a thousand person room. Mm-hmm. Nobody's there. Yeah. Um, but we're powering through. We're, you know, we're big boys. And um, sure enough, I think the last song, next to the last song, because it's kind of around with the four of us, mm-hmm. the back door opens and here comes Annie and two of her friends, sister and... I think there are four of us. Was there four? Okay. And they all come in and so all of a sudden I'm like reanimated like Michael J. Fox on Back to the Future. Everything, you know, I've got my fingers back and everything's Uh happening. And um, so sure enough, in very true fashion for me, at the end of the show, I beeline to Annie. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, so thank you so much for coming. And I'm doing the whole thing and I'm just... So this is the first time that you have heard Dave... Play music then, yeah? Well, I don't even know if she yeah, heard a song. Yeah, I don't know if I heard him Oh, play. you didn't? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which really worked to my advantage. Um, yeah. Because who knows how that had gone at that uh-huh. point. But um, I'm trying to figure out a way to ask her out because it's her, her sister, and two of their friends. I thought it was just Mary Lindley and Laura. Anyway, I, I can't get her. I can't pick her out of the pack. I can't yeah. sort of like corral her out to have a conversation. Yeah. And so, by, I'm not kidding, I mean this, by God's grace, Griffin just does the job. He just kind of walks into the thing, and he starts talking to the other two, and I sort of grab Annie and go, hey, like, you know, I don't know. Way to go, Griffin House. I, he, I literally, I, I sort of owe him my marriage. And he didn't have a shirt, a shirt on. He had his shirt that. off. That is a true story. I forgot about that. Yeah. He had taken the shirt off, yeah. And he's a good-looking guy, so the fact he's that like- it was still... <laughs> I was still in place. Maybe he wasn't trying to help you. Yeah. He was just... He's yeah. Like, yeah. Sorry, dude. Did she say yes? Because I was going to ask her out. I always take my shirt off and dive into a pack of girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on tour. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> dive into a pack of girls. <laughs> dive into a pack of girls. Um, and so in, in literally a minute, I just go, hey, like, are you seeing anybody? And she is like, no. And I said, I would love to take you out on a date. And she goes... Well, I'm moving to Jackson, and so, I mean, she couldn't have been more, it was bordering on disgust. It was like, <laughs> it was like, I don't. I love how direct that is. Well, I, like, I knew, 
the the phrase are you seeing anybody that is like a if you say that then it's like it's the amush, there's no going it's back it's the amush bush yeah. to the next comment which is you know but it's like the next comment doesn't almost doesn't even need yeah, to be said yeah you've already asked like, you have asking. said everything <laughs> by asking that but the minute i asked that her whole you know her whole vibe changes cuz she's like no and i was like well listen you know and she said i'm about to move back to jackson the live with my parents finish pharmacy school like and i was like i'll drive to jackson she was, and literally she goes okay and i was like done sealed what <laughs> are you feeling like, in this moment <laughs> i was like thinking this guy's crazy and also no yeah but i didn't want to just say no yeah you know yeah. and it's like it's funny that question um are you dating anybody is like our current modern day question of like, do you guys have plans Friday night? And it's like, you don't want to say yes or no before you know what the offer is. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But if you say, no, I don't have plans. And then they say, you well, know. we're having this party. Yeah. Then yeah. you're like, shoot, I said, yeah. no, I have to go. Yeah. You know? Oh, sorry. When you said plans. <laughs> yeah. We, we didn't yeah. have kids at the time to deflect and give us reasons to not have to do right. something. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, sort of pull this whole thing together. We, we, um, so I get in the van. I'll never forget this. And I was flying. I was like, yeah. I told the guys, we're celebrating me, Elliot, you know, Griffin Wirtz. <laughs> we're like hoo-ha on our way to the, I'll never forget. We stayed in this random cabin somebody had in Memphis. I just remember it being like, where are, you know, who cares? You you know as well as I do. Like that age is like, they could be like, you're sleeping in a hammock inside the backyard. And I was like, anyway, great. Yeah. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. And so I just remember <laughs> getting there and literally like, just so excited like oh my gosh i called brad i was like she said yes yeah. like, oh man that's amazing so and then the funniest thing is <laughs> she said yes well she didn't say no she didn't <laughs> well she yeah. did actually say no yes. it doesn't matter what she technically said but i could <laughs> feel the energy in the room. <laughs> with the reality so, of what so happened. the last couple things when she was leaving i gave in an effort to help anyway i gave her brother bring the sun all of us. I gave You're each like of them. Shelling yes. them all yeah, out. I was just yes. like, "Here's all anything I can do," and and Annie got in the car with her sister, who Laura gets. She and Griffin get half assists on this whole marriage, but she kind of lamented to them, like, "Guys, you won't believe this. Like, Dave just asked me out. Like, kind of like, ugh." And they're all like, "Yeah, we can believe that. <laughs> we're not shocked here." Yeah. Um, <laughs> He was licking your hand the whole time you were talking. Um, but like, you know, but Laura thankfully says like, Annie, I think, I think you should maybe. She's like, I like him. Yeah. To which go, Annie's Laura. Like, well. And then thankfully, you know, Annie later confessed to me after we had been dating. She was like, you know, that record was actually good for me to hear. Cause I thought you were just this like, you know, this coked up sort of like right. Robin Williams Jr. Yeah. So then when I called her a couple weeks later to kind of figure out the date. The, to- the tone had drastically changed. Mm. Like, I'll never forget. I was in Houston playing this thing for Bob Swan. Shout out Bob Swan. Bob Schwan. He Sometimes Schwan. when he's dancing. And so um, I remember being in the hotel room. And again, it was like North Carolina. I remember being like, okay, you're not going to talk for long. This is logistics. But she, like, I'll never forget. I called and she's like, hey. And I was like, <laughs> looking at my phone. Like, like, Wait, did I call mom? I literally... <laughs> <laughs> and so she was just so different like it was like she was so conversational and kind of interested and so it was like oh something has changed here mm-hmm. and so we we did our first date and the day she graduated Ole Miss and um 
was so much fun. But just again, she was very like poking the bear, kind of like, who are, like, what is your deal? But there was enough interest there. And then I was way up for whatever that looked like. And then that kind of set the whole thing in motion. Although I, I will say one of the interesting things about that date, we did like a marathon date because I was, I had a show with Wurtz the next day somewhere in Tennessee and she was driving back to Jackson to start pharmacy school. And, um, you know, we had this really fun date. It lasted like eight hours, you know, because I dropped her off at her friends at like midnight that night, you know, and we had like, she had graduated kind of early afternoon. And so we just hung out that whole so day. So you came down to, to Oxford. Yeah. Yeah. You went to the graduation. Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no oh, you didn't no, go. No. After. Okay. And, um, and the thing that was crazy about it is I hadn't seen her, you know, like I'd only seen her five times at this point. And so we met at square books. I'll never forget this. And I remember th- I went to the wrong square books. There's a children's one. So I'm like, this is a weird place to meet somebody. And the guy and the woman kind of like, Oh, you're looking for a book. And I was like, yeah, just perusing. Like, it's just me and this woman. And I'm like, God, what kind of perv do I look looking like? For a girl. <laughs> yeah. Like you got any girls? Excuse me, sir. Um, and so then I walk over to square books and I remember thinking like, I'm, I know, because you know, again, like there's social media. Like I remembered what she looked like, but I was like, yeah. I hope I was right on this because I've only seen this woman four times. Isn't in that my crazy? Whole life. Like you can't even imagine. I'm thinking of like my, you know, 16 year old niece. She can't even imagine what this is yeah. like yeah. in this moment yeah. right now. Yeah. Like you can't just pull up your phone and yeah. in two seconds, yeah, have a thousand pictures of yeah. this person. And so genuinely. I remember being nervous because, like, one, I, I know I'm going to recognize her, but genuinely was like, that was a real. And then the other thing was like, what if she walks in and, it, and I'm not as attractive as I thought? And she walked in, and I was like, nope, <laughs> that's her. <laughs> definitely, I definitely feel like I used to. And so we had a really fun day. But we were, the next morning, last point is we were, <clears throat> you know, we met for breakfast the next morning because we knew it was probably going to be a minute before we saw each other. And so driving away, I was driving back to whatever that show was. Annie was driving to Jackson. I called her to say, hey, thank you so much. Like, I know that was a big ask, and, like, you had your family in town, and they kind of left early so that we could go on this date. And, like, it just means a lot. I know graduate is just a lot. It means a lot to me. And she was like, you know, she just basically said, like, I just don't know about this, Dave. Like, it just feels like this is a lot. You know, like, you're going to be in Nashville. I'm in Jackson. I've got pharmacy school. And reasons only God will know, by God's grace in that moment, the thing that I said was, Annie, I just think if it's supposed to happen, it's going to happen. And so if you will let me pursue you, I'm going to keep doing that. And she was kind of like, oh, okay. It was like, I just let out the longest breath ever because I was like, I knew this was like, this is the moment. Like you either go like, Mm -hmm. you know, I hear you. And, you know, let's just connect in the future and see, you know, whatever you say then. Or just like, you know, it was fun. Let me take you out. You know, God bless. Right. But I think I just knew like this just feels so substantial and I think in that moment, it was like, that was the shot. That was shooting the shot. And she was like, okay. And I just remember being like, oh, my God. <sighs> like, hung did, up the phone. Did you, Annie, feel like there was just too much pressure on it? And also, it's long distance. What's the, yeah. how, how far is that? I'm bad with geography. I don't know Nashville how far. to Jackson six hours. Oh, so that's substantial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I just, like, at that point, was like, yeah, this guy's fun. I mean, but also. Really hot. This doesn't. Or it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense, and I just don't feel like it's. It just work doesn't make out. sense on paper. Yeah. 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 So, what was the moment? When was it like? Okay, it's happening. We're together. I don't know. 
It has that happened Ever. yet. <laughs> and now let's just leave it open to, do you feel that yet? Could we make it happen right now? Because <laughs> I feel like on paper it should. I mean, it just like grew over time. Mm-hmm. And I think the long distance, while it's hard to not see somebody, it was just so nice to have mm. like communication be our foundation. Yeah. You yeah. Know, where we talked a lot. A lot, a lot. Yeah, Yeah. a lot. And I mean, you know, John, that's like back when you and I and words and everybody, like I was on the road a good bit. And so I would have long stretches in the car where just we would talk for four hours, you know, because she was like she had time. And um, that is the complete opposite of Amy and I, because we yes, I was on the road a ton and I, I hated it. I was so bad at talking on the phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like. I would, um, part of it was, I was in the van with, oh, with the guys. guys. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. Oh, yeah. you can't even, totally they have to listen. If yeah. they're not, if they don't have headphones on mm-hmm. and I need to also be hearing the, the, the music coming out of the headphones to make sure they're actually, you can't not listen to someone's phone call. Mm-hmm. And then, so I'm just self-conscious of that. And Amy can hear that I'm self-conscious. I'll never age. forget. I did a tour with Pete Schmidt. Shout out to Pete. Mm-hmm. And I talked, I mean, he, we still, when I see him, we laugh about this. I would talk for hours in the car with just he and I, to Annie on the phone. Yeah. And he was just, he would just giggle. He'd drive and just no headphones in. Just That listen. is such a difference between the two of y'all though. John is like so hyper aware of oh. like anybody and like, you know, bothering anybody or whatever. And you're like, oh. peace guys, yeah, I'm like, doing my thing. This is a thing that I <laughs> want and it will come at the cost of other people. We should, we should have had Pete. Here he for would, this interview, it would. He could be like, oh. no, 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 because hang on, because in April of '04, <laughs> he would he would have as much intel as I do. Yeah. Now you guys had a big fight. I don't know if you remember that. And then you, you remember that? Call I her. was terrified. Yeah, I for really. Um, yeah, it, there was a lot of that. And then I think, yeah, I think just that it helped both of us because it you got yeah. to ease into the relationship. Right. It wasn't like trial by fire where you're just kind of like. So, um, yeah, I think that that's, that's a good point. Like you're forced to have these conversations, yeah, yeah. these long conversations. We knew, I mean, that, that was what was so fun is cause we, we tried to see each other about every two or three weekends and being together was just so easy and light Yeah, because <clears throat> we had talked so much. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't this like, we got to really get to know each other and how we think. Yeah. And like feel. we have four hours no, we to were, be together. We together. were like, yeah. You know, it was just like hanging and eating and, you know. Yeah. By the time we got married, we had never been in the same city for more than five days. Wow. Ever. Yeah. At a time. So that sixth day (laughs) was our wedding day. (laughs) Was the wedding day. We knew how the first five days of our marriage was going to (laughs) get. Yeah. Yeah. That was well, that was well. Just take it five days at a time. Yeah. That's, we still feel that way. Yeah. That's kind of a mantra. So that's why the weekends are so tricky. (laughs) So what would you say is, this is a question for both of you. What would you say was the initial thing that you were attracted to in the very beginning? That's a great question. And then what would you say is the thing that you're most attracted to now? John, look at these questions. This is Amy McLaughlin. I this love is her that question. question. I, well, the thing that I was attracted to, I think, was Dave's like depth and like 
that was what sort of changed my mind about him initially mm-hmm. was like I thought he was just this like clown, you know, but right. then once I <laughs> once I like got a sort of a glimpse into his, really his music and his like depth of thoughtfulness and that was what was my initial attraction and I think it's definitely like changed over time but that's still the thing that attracts me the most today is like his out his thoughts his perspective on life and people and like I feel like we connect in so many ways on like the way we understand the world and I just really appreciate that about you Hey, Dave. Yeah, hey, what's up? Hey, what's the difference between the King James Version and the New King James Version of the Bible? Okay, I'm not 100% sure, but it's probably like Yankee Stadium and New Yankee Stadium. Or like Star Trek and Star Trek Next Generation. Exactly. Listen, John, both are great, but Babe Ruth only played one of them. You know what I'm saying? Wait, Babe Ruth was in Star Trek? Yeah, so fun known, uh, fun fact, I should say unknown fact, fun which known. makes it a fun known fact. He was actually an extra in the second episode. No way. The very, yeah, I just okay. made that up. One thing the King James and the New King James Version have in common, John, is the Teen Study Bible features both of them, along with the NIV too. They're not leaving him out, even though he's not related <laughs> The Teen Study Bible is a classic, and it sold over 4 million Ooh, copies. I love the Teen Study Bible because it helps teens discover how God's truths relate to their lives today, and it helps them apply God's Word to issues that they face, like bullying, depression, peer pressure, and stress. It features notes, articles, book intros, character profiles, Q&As, and more, offering the knowledge, strength, and clarity to navigate life's challenges with Scripture as your guide. Find out more about the Teen Study Bible and order your copy today at Amazon.com slash Teen Study Bible. <laughs> oh my oh gosh. gosh. I didn't know you could stretch that far. That's amazing. I can't. That's actually a friend of mine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Do you, speaking of your friends, do uh-huh. you ever bring your kids to the grocery store? Oh, Dave, that's like the rookiest of rookie mistakes. No. In fact, you shouldn't even bring yourself to the grocery store. Whoa. It's Thrive Market all the way, Dave. That was a trick question, and that is also Uh. the right answer, John. (laughs) Thrive Market is our go-to for all our grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of ordering everything on their website or app and getting everything delivered to your doorstep quickly is a huge stress reliever. Huge stress reliever. And the products are amazing. Mm -hmm. Plus... You can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks and trust that you're getting high-quality products mm. so that you can shop worry-free. Yes. I don't like to shop worried. You know what <laughs> I mean? Ah, worry shopping is the worst. <laughs> you just place an order for some gluten-free items, like using the gluten-free filter. Ooh. Boom. It just gives you all the gluten-free stuff. Wow. I got FitJoy grain-free pretzels. Yeah. P.I.P. corn white cheddar Cheese balls. Guys, for those of us in the loop, it's called pipcorn. No, 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 I call it PIP. It's, a, again, a Midwestern <laughs> regional thing. <laughs> totally. 
And I got some lotus ramen noodles. You are off. You're just off. I'm you're, off you're to the races, You are Dave. crazy, John. <laughs> Not only do I save time shopping as a Thrive Market member, I also save money on every single grocery order. Over 30% each time on average. That's crazy. They even have a price match guarantee and a deals page that changes weekly. That's right, Dave. In fact, on my last order, not to be you know competitive about it, but my last order of gluten-free items, the cost was $46. And I saved 11 bucks. <sighs> Saved ten last time. Plus, when you join Thrive Market, and you can enjoy it and join it, John. I was trying to make both those. It's words not work. an either or. It's, you can, guys. It's choose your own adventure, okay? And when you join and enjoy Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one for one membership matching program. You join, they give. Save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com/dadville for thirty percent off your first order plus free sixty dollar gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash dadville thrive market.com slash dadville and join today um that's gonna be my ringtone by the way mm-hmm. um <laughs> I think for me I was so drawn to Annie's confidence like I just loved how she was just like this is who I am mm-hmm. and this is how I feel and that was like a magnet to me because I was like, man, to, to be with someone that could be that sort of like <clears throat> rooted mm-hmm. was really, really attractive um, um, and still is. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it's funny. Like, I f- still feel that way. I still feel like I just love that I'm married to someone who um, I kind of don't have to take care of. I know that sounds terrible, but there's not this feeling of like. Hey, are you okay? Is everything okay? Are, you, are we okay? You know, like she's just, she's so steady. And so like, she's just, I know where she is all the time. You know, like she, this is who she is. This is where she is. And I think for me, that's still something that's um, so um, affirming and attractive, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and like she said, I think we've, we've just been really blessed because we really do feel the same about a lot of things, which really helps, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, our read on a lot of life is pretty similar. And so I think, and you know, it doesn't have to be the same all the way across the board, but I think the things that are really important, um, it's crazy similar. And so that's a real sense of refuge for me is feeling like I can come home and be like, this thing happened and I feel this way about it. And she's like, Oh yeah, I totally get that. And I'm like, okay, good. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, so you guys are still similar in a lot of ways when you got married. And you're still married. Mm-hmm. Just I want to be clear for the listener. <laughs> <laughs> so answer for for each other. How? What do you feel like is one of the starkest differences for like Annie for Dave and Dave for Annie? The biggest today changes between <laughs> now and then. I mean, Dave has changed a lot. I think. <laughs> You're you're much more like grounded. Mm-hmm. You're not as flighty, and mm-hmm. and I think that like the biggest sort of change that I appreciate the most is how helpful he is now. Like I really feel like we're a team, but I didn't feel that way mm. a lot at the yeah. beginning of our marriage. Yeah, and I feel that way now. I was, I don't know that you would have met someone who was kinder and more, you know, I wasn't a whatever, but I was just not, I was so in my own world and not very thoughtful. And I think Annie has like really 
shown me how to do that. I mean, it's one of the things I think that she's probably taught me the most about. She's like, hey, there are other people in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm going like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're um, like, I know, I'm entertaining. I'm, I'm crushing I'm, right look, now. Look at this. Yeah, I think with Annie, I think, again, one of the things that I've always been so attracted to her is her um, sense of can-do-anythingness. You know, just her competency is so through the roof and commitment to whatever that thing is. And so I think with that comes a lot of strength. Like Annie's just always been really strong. Like she's just a tough chick. Mm-hmm. And I think the way that she's changed in our marriage probably the most to me, there's a lot of ways. But I think one of them is that it's not that she's not strong anymore, but I think that kids especially just, for Annie especially, it's like it just kind of like um, it warmed her heart so much to just life. I think if you'd known her before, it's not that she wasn't, she was still just as thoughtful and compassionate, but there were just some accesses that were pretty closed off. Um, Not to me, but I'd say probably more to anybody else. And so I think with kids, she's just really warmed. It's just like, she, you know, I just feel like you're so much more emotional. You're so much more like emotionally available, you know, like things can really affect her now that I think for a long time you would just sort of power through, you know? Um, like tenderness. Yeah, there's a that's it. So much more tender. Mm-hmm. Um and and uh heartfelt like very like you know not afraid to be sad or cry or whatever that thing is. Um where I think for a long time it was like, you know, there was like a power through mentality yeah, that was, right. you know. Yeah. So what's the one quality that you would steal from each other? If you could steal one quality from Dave, Annie, what would you steal? I mean, this is the easiest question. Because Zana has it. Zana has Dave's joy and, like, love for life. Mm-hmm. And I just think that is just such a gift to people. And I I don't have that same joy and, like, I don't know, just, like, effusive, you know, happiness or, like, I don't know. How, I don't know how. You, you know what I'm talking about, John. Mm-hmm. But just your ability to put a smile on people's face mm-hmm. is a gift yeah yeah um that's really sweet i think annie is she's just like so um committed to completing anything she starts like she just i tell her this all the time and i don't mean to beat a dead horse with you babe but she just doesn't have a pain threshold you know, like she's, it's like if she has said she's going to do it, she's going to do it. She is going to do it. And I think like she's just so, that's some of what her power with compassion and, and uh, thoughtfulness come together in is like, she's just like that person means a lot to me. And so I will wildly, um, put, I will put myself in lots of inconvenience to make them feel good. And that is just, it's incredible to watch because it's like, you know, she just blesses so many people by how much she <clears throat> cares for them and thinks of them. And, you know, I see the other side of it of how much it inconveniences her and how much it puts her out or how hard something is or whatever that is, where they get to see just the culmination of that thoughtfulness. And it's really taught me so much about how, I mean, again, what that agape love thing is, where it's like love is about the other person, the end. You know, it's about caring and loving people and she's just so good at that it's mm-hmm. like really astounding mm-hmm. um and inspiring and like super intimidating <laughs> yeah because it's like woof. okay so you guys have kids you have three kids mm. 
I mean, this is this is a ridiculous question, but how do, do we, we know feel like their names? <laughs> I know Andy Where knows their names. <laughs> this is more for Dave. <laughs> if you did birthdays right now, I think I could get them right, but it'd take me a half. I a saw a. Uh, a reel on Instagram the other day where a guy was like on the street with a mic stopping families and oh, asking the dads like can you name all three of your kids teachers oh don't and it's it, like those are, that is you couldn't do that in there <laughs> last year I think I could, on. one of them got said a teacher like so confidently and his daughter was like that was my fourth grade listen, teacher listen 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 I have to out myself <laughs> What? Dave knows the teachers' names. He yeah, just doesn't yeah. know that there are kids' <laughs> teachers. <laughs> yeah, they are. Last year. <laughs> uh, Annie. <laughs> I so loud. Annie gave me something. And she's like, I need you to run this to the school. This is exactly what she said. I need you to run this to the school and take it to Zana's teacher. <laughs> and I said, okay. I don't know this story. <laughs> and I, I got to the school and I walked in. <laughs> I walked in the classroom. It's a lunch break. I walk in the classroom and I walk up to <clears throat> this teacher and I said, Hey <laughs> I said, This is for Tana and she goes she looks she goes, Oh, okay. Do you mean to take it to her teacher? <laughs> and we both started laughing so <laughs> she's like, you know, teacher, you know I'm saying the teacher last year. <laughs> You're only one year off. That's not bad. I started laughing so hard. And she, it was like I just felt so loved because she started laughing yeah. too. But it was like it was. Oh my god! I was like crying walking out of the school. I was like, this is just such a dad moment, you yeah. know? Like, <laughs> and you went to the right school. Oh gosh. Because yeah. oh, she, I knew the minute I walked in the room, I was like, something's not right. Because she was like, hey. And I was like, hey. That, you're like, that tone. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the tone of, that's not, oh, I have your daughter in class. <laughs> that's the tone of, I had your daughter. Yeah. So you think I have her in class. So how have kids impacted your marriage? If you can, man, if you can give an answer to that. Yeah, that's a great question. I think, you know, for me, I this sounds so trite, but it's like, it just gives it so much purpose. You know what I mean? It's like. You know, I remember Annie and I early on in our marriage. I'll never forget this. We were sitting watching, um, I think it was Downton Abbey. And this was before we had kids. And I remember feeling this weird feeling of like, is this it? Is this is this life now? It's just like we, you know, th this is kind of what existence is for the next 60 years and then we die. And I think kids for me have just given us this wonderful other thing. You know, you get to serve and love and all those kind of things. Um, and so it just feels like there's a little more point on it. You know, you're just kind of like, oh, this is where we're going with this whole thing. You know, like even if that's soccer games or basketball games or school plays or, you know, going to chapel this morning and sitting and watching Sam celebrate his half birthday. You know, it's like it's just all of a sudden you're like, you know, oh, yeah, this is here's where the energy goes, you know? Yeah. And I think I'm really thankful for that. I know that that's not something everybody can say. And I really know that journey is so tough, but I, I'm really thankful that God has seen, you know, for us to have these three, because it just feels like, Oh yeah, this is the, it just feels like, Oh, this is where everything should be and how we should spend our time. And it's not like I always love doing, taking kids to soccer practice at Tuesday at 7 PM, but you know, it's like, I don't know what else I'd be doing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I yeah. think that it's really 
I mean, having kids at the beginning was so hard for us because we had, there was just such a big learning curve on how do we become a team? Yeah. Like we had lived six years as a married couple before we had kids. And so we really had done well the like independence thing. Like we each have our own sort of lives and we can come together, but also like we are really Dave was on the road a lot in those years, and mm-hmm. so I kind of had <clears throat> great friends that I'd created that weren't Dave's friends. And so, anyway, getting having kids, the learning curve for us was really steep. On we need each other, and I need you for the first time, really, probably in our marriage. And once we sort of got over those mountains, I feel like we've really learned how to work together and you know it's just brought so much life and yeah joy i think two two things and one of the reasons i think annie and i were so attracted to each other is kind of what bites you in the rear for a lot of marriages right it's like that initial thing suddenly can turn on you a little bit yeah Yeah. but i think one of the reasons that we really fell for each other was we're both very strong independent people yeah and i think we saw that in each other and we went that energy i know that energy Mm -hmm. and i love that energy the problem with that is you chuck a kid into that energy and it gets really tricky because it's not, you don't kind of have the really sweet, you know, cause all you need is one of those in a couple, you know, it's like somebody who's kind of like, Oh, I'll, I'll no, no, no. And then the other one kind of keeps to do their thing, whatever their thing is. And I think for both of us, it was just a real, um, it was just a, it just rocked our world because suddenly like these two people who were used to being able to do what they wanted to do and had big visions and loved to travel and, you know, we're used to just being untethered. Suddenly we're like absolutely tethered. And I laughed with a friend of ours the other day because he was just, you know, grieving with me like, man, this, you know, kids is so tough. And I think they just had their, they were on their third. And I said, you're going to hit a season in your life if you're anything like me. Because right now you're still fighting to keep your thing. You're kind of like, no, we, if I just power through, I can still do my thing, still have these kids in this marriage. And I was like, but it will break you. You're going to, and I don't know if that's, I said, I felt like that when Ben got, our oldest got to be about six or seven and he started really to do things where it was like, oh, I, yeah, I can't do, I have to help now. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but it really felt like Annie needs my help in ways that are new. And then it was like that dream sort of died in a way. I mean, I'm, I'm being facetious, but like the sort of like independent, like I'm still, if I just push hard enough, I can still achieve the thing, all the thing. And it yeah. was. And then it, but it, not only did that die, but then I realized like, oh, I'm so much happier doing the other thing. I'd rather take the kids somewhere, help Annie. Like I get so much more from that than whatever it is over here. I was really fighting to keep and right. try to keep whatever that thing was. But I do think there's a moment where for me, it was like, okay, this just isn't working anymore. Like this, mm-hmm. you know, me trying to kind of live two lives. And I think in that moment, that's where kids really get to be profoundly and you know uh whatever that word would be where it's like <clears throat> i can't keep doing this thing i really have to give myself to being a yeah. parent and a helper and a spouse and a, you know to mm-hmm. annie's point but i think i fought that for a while because i was like oh i'm still a singer songwriter and i'm an artist and i gotta right. do you know i've got my intramural soccer yeah league. gosh and they are I'd love to go to a movie to tonight sub in mm-hmm. at 60 minutes and right before the end of the game um <laughs> if we're up by enough if we're yeah sure yeah. or everybody's sick <laughs> Okay, uh, we're at the lightning round now, but I have I have quite a few here, so yes. let's try to move through these. Okay, I'm re- I'm a slow processor, so lightning round makes me sweat. 
just okay. Yeah. Well, you can sweat because okay. this is the lightning round, <laughs> so we need fast. Okay, I'm gonna. This try. one's gonna be very easy. I'm gonna try. Okay. Uh, which side of the bed are you guys on? Are you on your respective sides of the bed right now? No. Yes. Well, it depends what perspective. I'm on the. If you're looking at the bed, I'm on the left. Yeah. Yeah. So your perspective, yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm on the right. D- is that always the case? If you're on vacation. Are you always on the left I side? I am happy sleeping anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Dave is a very much a creature of habit. And if I, I don't even think about it. I'll just you get just in the bed and he side. will often be like, you have to get on the other side of the bed. Yeah. Because you have to be, you have to roll to the left to get out of bed. Well, once, once we upgraded to king size, it sort of changed everything because, you know, queen, you know, you're still kind of touching each other. And so there's a lot of maneuvering of where you lay in the bed yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, so some of that, some of it's honestly just that I'm at the age where I, I pee every night. So I'm like, I just want to be close to the bathroom, so I'm not having to like. But wake you'll her up. you'll forfeit being close to the bathroom if it's the right side of the bed for you. I don't know. Oh, I don't, really? If you watch, I don't actually. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I know everything. <laughs> Who's awake and taking stock of things while you're sleeping? That's me. <laughs> Pretty way. soon you'll get to the age where you you're I'll still pee peeing, but you're not going to the bathroom. Yeah, just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming. No. Uh, how great is the king? Oh. It's been great. You guys just met Elvis? upgraded <laughs> <laughs> like within a year, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Six months. Pretty this, recently. Yeah, this summer. I forget when Amy and I did, but it. Yeah, it's a game changer. If you're those listening, if you're like, guys, this is ridiculous. A queen is plenty big. Yeah. Yeah, it is. If you sleep on a queen. Yeah. And you've never slept on a king. But boy. Once you go to the king. Annie's, I'm not even talking California King. Annie's not a hype girl. Like anything that gets hyped, she goes the other way. So the the King thing for her for years was like, it's new cares. Like that's how I fun. that's how I felt. But but we we hadn't yeah. had that thing a week, and she's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm also very cheap, and I yeah. didn't want to pay for yeah. like a mattress and a right. bed. And like, she was like, like let's grow our own cotton. We can make a bed. <laughs> <laughs> we have a cabin. We can do this. Okay, it's the middle of the night. Uh, a kid starts crying. One of your kids. I was gonna say. I hope it's ours. Who gets up? Me. A- Annie a lot. I will. We we've had seasons though where the kids have like wanted. They've come to like right now. They're coming to my side of the bed. Well, that's not the question, Dave. That's not the question. You need somebody in the middle of the night. <laughs> See, there are yeah. things that we're learning together right now, John. In real time. <laughs> yeah, that's a separate question. If the, if the kids. <laughs> Come into your room. Who whose side do they go? I to hope Dave's. Yeah, they, told them. Yeah, of course, he tells them. So now, <laughs> see, this is a re- this is an argument for switching sides. <laughs> yeah, change it up. You thought well, mommy I was over here. <laughs> <laughs> what, honey? <laughs> Dad, I wish my kid. I mean, I don't want to get up in like in the middle of the night. I don't want to get up. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I'm not saying like I'm golden dad over here who like I'll pop up and help with whatever. Yeah. In the, Amy will wake up if a if a feather from That's one of the pillows. That's how I am. Hit, yeah, I'm a light sleeper. I am out. Yeah, you're which is more like you. Me. Yeah. No, but our kids will. I mean, immediately come to me. They never go to you first. Yeah, and I hate that. Wait, so all the times they come to me, it's because you told them to come to me. Yeah, but that's only because they've already come to me once. She's been up for an hour and a half. Go to dad. (laughs) Yeah, things I'm learning right now. I kind of felt good. I was like, "Oh, look, they're coming to me. Go to bed. Oh, they're coming to me. Be here, fine." My, my, so I used to sleep just in my underwear, Mm -hmm. and I overheard 
one of the girls say to Amy one time, like, I don't want to go to dad because he's naked. <gasps> and so now, for years, I have slept in a suit, full socks, <laughs> sweatpants, shirt. So they will come to and you. And they still never they come don't. to me. Go the other now direction. they're like, it's too much clothing. Go completely nude and see what happens. <laughs> they may be drawn. I know. To I'm it. not. I'm not actually naked. <laughs> anyway, okay. So you guys just knocked out uh, two of the questions. Uh, this question is just for Annie. Annie, what is your favorite song of Dave's? Oh gosh, um, there's so many. I, I love so. I mean, that wasn't a compliment. One of She's my favorite songs so from back He's in the day. A lot of songs. Um, this is an old one. That I've always loved, Miles to Go. Oh, wow. Jeez. I don't know why. I just always have loved that song. Yeah. Okay. I and love Annie's I could keep it going. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have the instrumental track. Yeah. <laughs> no, I could keep going. I, I love Until You on a Night Like This is like one of the first ones I loved, probably. Mm hmm. Um, it's got a lot of good ones. And then all the new ones. All the ones yeah, on the um, candlelight album that like valentine's ep oh yeah i love those i love the the stars over london oh yeah that is a good one thanks for bringing something new in there Anita. yeah <laughs> she's like you have a new record that's great no I, we know we all know it yeah okay you have two hours just the two of you what do you do kids are taken care of you got two hours <laughs> is it in the daytime or the nighttime uh Daytime. I Middle like, of the day. I mean, what, we walk to go get coffee and... She's probably want to get amorous, and I'm going to say no to that. I'm going to be like, right. that's not the mood I'm in. Sure. I want to go walk. Uh-huh. That's probably her answer. Uh-huh. No, I agree. I think we'd probably go like... It's like y'all. Y'all y'all are so great about this. Like, go for a walk and go grab lunch or something until it's out there coffee or something. Yeah. Probably that. We we do. I feel like most of our time is daytime time. Yeah. Like, because we have a lot of freedom in the yeah. days. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. You have two hours. Each of you are alone with the kids for two hours. What do you do? And it can be you go do something, or it can be you do nothing and you're just home. Whatever. Anything's on the table. I mean, there's so many questions I have around this time. Like, how old are they? What have we been doing? Current day. Current day. Yeah. They if just finished up their Bible study, their morning devos. <laughs> <laughs> Kale salad. We're, we're bowls are in the sink. Two hours, we're home. <laughs> They're two hours, lessons. you're staying home? I'm staying home. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, yeah, I'd probably say that or some really focused top golf you know something that's like we can go do and i know it'll take the time yeah you know i i i my i mean this is a hot take i think my biggest struggle as a parent is when i feel like i'm trapped with the kids in a way that i can't change the scenario meaning like one what, of them what would be this scenario you're you know describing? like i don't know one of them has me in a corner and i can't get out kind of like Hey, will you do this with me? And it's like an hour activity. Th th listen, I will tell them in therapy. I'm sorry. I just, it, it is such a struggle for me. So I think when I know I have time like that, I'm like, it helps me if I know we have something we're doing. Like, even if, like, Sam and I have been playing pickleball in our basement, which is really fun, or, you know, even playing gotcha. Like, those kind of things are fun. It's when I feel like it's kind of like, we're doing this for two hours. 
That's it feels egregious. So that's why top. But don't you think? And I'm asking this because I I'm with you on this. Whenever my kids are like, "Hey, can we go play jump on the trampoline?" or "Can you can we play this game?" or whatever, I always think this is the next hour of my life. Yeah, but it's probably it's not. not. No, you're right. It's not. The other thing that I I do love about living where we both live is you know let's walk to Jenny's. Let's let's Mm -hmm. go get some coffee or white. I feel like our kids are just in a phase right now where they just don't agree on anything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, unless I'm like, let's go to Target and y'all can all buy a toy, which I never do that unless they have like Target gift cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only thing they would all agree on. Every yeah. other thing, th- one of them that, wouldn't want to have do. to, I mean, if your kids are like mine. You have to gear up for that. You have to gear up for it, but you have to, you have to set a timer and be like, okay, in 10 minutes, you have to have decided on something. And that's the 10 minutes is going to go by and they're still going to be like, I can't decide, you know. So it's still going to be. Mm-hmm. But at least they girls, all want to be there. I it's think true. the problem with us right now, because we have two boys of different sort of stages and a girl, it's like the, doing one thing, they're not all going to want to do right. it. Yeah, it's so tough. I'm like, we'll just stay home and y'all can all figure out. Yeah. Hopefully, Luca and Livy are home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys are doing great, by the Thank way. We just so have much. a couple more. You have the kids are taken care of. They're with grandma and grandpa. Mm. You guys have two days, just the two of you. And let's say travel's not a thing. You can instantly be wherever. Mm. What do you do? Oh, that's. I mean, I know that one immediately. We go to the beach. No, I think. I mean, if travel wasn't a thing, I'd go to London again. Oh. But I mean, yeah, yeah I, we I think could the, go thing, to London the thing, the thing that, the thing that Annie and I, I mean, I know we've talked about this. I feel like every couple we've talked to, it, you know, on the pot or not, it feels this way. I think the thing that's so tricky about having kids is it, you know, you just get in this groove of things where it feels like this is my marriage. Like this is how Annie and I relate now. And trips are so fun when it's just the two of us, because an hour into the trip, it's like, oh my God gosh, I know you. Like, mm-hmm. I love you. You're mm-hmm. so great. And it's not like I don't feel that, that. I'm not saying that that's not how I feel every day. But there's something about just that time away yeah. that you sort of settle back into those people that you're like, you remember when we used to do this kind of stuff and it was so fun? And we went to Chicago a few years ago and it was just like, you know, I remember that was one of the first trips we got away from the kids. And I just remember thinking like, walking around Chicago and I was like, this is just so much fun. Gosh, this is fun. Yeah. You know, it's like, I remember one of my favorite parts of that trip is we walked into Adidas shoe store and I looked at my phone. I was like, babe, it's five thirty. We should probably get some food. And she's like, Dave, the kid. And I was like, Oh my, I'm so sorry. Yeah. We can eat whenever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already winding down. I'm already yeah. winding down. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, honestly, anywhere, New York. Yeah. New York would be great. Beach would be fun. Anything. Yeah. Yeah, at this stage of life with kids, it's like just anywhere. Yeah, anywhere, anywhere, (laughs) anywhere. (laughs) Okay, what is one simple thing that each of you could do for each other? This is a comp. I'm making this question complicated. What is one simple thing the other one could do for you on a like a any given day that is like a simple thing that means the most? Like for example. I don't know if this is, if Amy were here, she'd be like, "This is not my answer." But 
She loves it when I take the trash out, and I hate to take the trash out. Mm. And so I, I'm like, that's just one simple thing I, I can know. do every day. The first thing I thought was clean the kitchen, clean the sink, get the mm-hmm. and load the dishwasher, unload the dishwasher. Those kind of things. So if you I walk into the kitchen notice. and that is done, that means like, a lot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Annie, it's like you'll never see her more annoyed than if something like overnight that I'm like soaking, and she walks in. The Dave next soaks morning. everything. <laughs> that is, that is <laughs> he literally soaks everything. You soak, and yeah. I'm like, so then you get up the next morning, and there's like cold water in the big Annie thing that's taking like, up the whole thing. Just yeah. wash it. I'm like, it loosens the grime, and it's <laughs> half the work. It loosens the dirt for you to wash in the morning <laughs> when I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, the risk is not cheesy. I'm such a big words of affirmation guy. Mm-hmm. So anytime Annie says anything slightly complimentary, mm-hmm. it is like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'd say anything like and that. And I know yeah. if I haven't given him compliments because he'll be like, so did you notice that I um, – <laughs> what did you think of that thing that I did? Or he'll be like, how do I look in this shirt? I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to tell you. You look good. <laughs> what did you think of the um, – I didn't let things soak. And I actually watched everything last night. Did you see that? Tell me that's great. Tell me you love me. I'm attractive. All right, last question. If you wrote a book on marriage, what would it be called? Hmm. Man, that's good. Um, we've asked this to come. You knew this was coming. I know. No, I didn't know it was coming. Uh, maybe. Good luck. I'm cheering. That's a for great you. title. <laughs> Did you hear that? Good luck. I'm cheering. What a great. I title. hope this works out for you. <laughs> um, I Don't was make thinking, a bad choice. <laughs> yeah. Pick the right one. Um, I think for me, it'd be you know probably something in the in the world of like really hard but really worth it. Or like really hard but really good, you know, mm-hmm. just like something in that space. I think if it was parenting, it would be ask your mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Wait, ask John, your mom. what did you say on y'all's on y'all's? I said simple things. Mm. Oh, that's sweet. I'm a big I'm a big believer in just like like I said. Those yeah. The like coffees. <laughs> Two little things that yeah. you can do for your spouse that you know mean a lot and are simple for you to do. Yeah. Yeah. Just great. do those every day. That should be your baseline. I'd say one of, one of the things that's so, so, to exactly your point, that's so crazy about marriage is like I do so many things on a daily basis now that weren't even on my radar when we got married. And now. Like, they're not in my skill set. They're not in my love languages, whatever you want to call it. And they are huge parts of it every day to me that help Annie. You know what I mean? Like, and it's funny just how that your life changes that way. It's just kind of like there. Now I do these things naturally, you know, and it's it's cool to see that you can really adapt knowing Mm -hmm. that your partner needs whatever those things are. They really help. And so it's cool to find that like, wow, I've really like. You know, simple things. Like, I just know if I do this, it'll be, and you really appreciate it and do that little thing. And then before you know it, you're like, oh, I just kind of do these things now. Yeah. You know, it's not the, oh, I should, you know. Right. So the transition is the tough part. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, you guys are doing great. Thanks. Thanks for being married so that we can interview you. <laughs> Thank you for interviewing us about our Go marriage. get some coffee, you lovebirds. <laughs> Go Blue Raiders. Okay.
Can you unlock this with your Apple Watch, Dave? There we go. Uh, it's not letting you stop. <laughs> I guess we should keep going for a little bit. Dead fish.